This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hope and Health. I'm Dr. Mark. And I'm Dr. Michelle. And we're so glad that you're here to join us this great day where you could be anywhere else, but you've decided to be with us. And we are going to give you a serious dose of hope and health because we're actually going to kind of start a new um, a series, if you will. And and we've got a really cool title for this series we'll talk about in just a moment. But um, it's really going to be a series based upon how the body works, how life works, um, kind of give you the meaning of life, so to speak, a little philosophy. So, it, so uh, if it's a series in life, is it a life series? It would be a life series, which will really give you a good descriptor in a moment. But we, we may not get through all, all of what we got planned for tonight because this is going to go on and on for a while. And we really want you to get connected. Because a lot of times, um, you know, people know about health, don't you think? But they really don't know about health. Well, they know about health, but they don't necessarily know hmm. what to do to put those things in action. It's all sitting up in their brain cells stored somewhere. I heard somebody, I was talking to him just today, and I'm not planning to say this, but um, the person was like, um, a lot of people will tell you what to do, and a lot of people know what to do, but few do that and put it into practice. And that becomes a problem because it's like all talk and no words. It's like a, a sermon with no action. It's like faith without works. And so we want to teach you how to put this to work, but you can't put it into work until you have some good knowledge behind it. So we've entitled this series we're upcoming, and we don't know how many weeks this is going to last. We're just kind of doing it as we're led, but we've entitled this thing called Life Series or The Questions of Life. So, how does life work? Boy, that's a big question. Another question would be is, how is life built? You know, we know that life compromises individuals. It comprises living beings assignable to groups. And each individual is actually composed of one or more minimal living units called a cell. And a cell is capable of transformation of these things called carbon-based and other compounds in this process of metabolism, growth, and the participation in reproductive acts, which makes another person. So all living organisms share several key characteristics or functions. Order, sensitivity or response to the environment, Reproduction, which is making another human being or another cell. Adaptation, adapting to the environment. Growth and development. Homeostasis, which is really a, a fancy word for balance. Energy processing, or the formation of making that unit called energy and evolution. And when we view these things together, these are the characteristics that serve to define life. So when we talk about life, the idea is behind life is really what are the things that make it up? And we've talked about this idea of cells. And so we're really going to just jump right into this from the ground floor. And we're going to talk a lot about cells coming up. And then we'll eventually progress to different tissues, to different organs, to different systems. And we'll sort of, so instead of building it top down, we're going to really build it the base up. And I think it's super important. So we'll begin our discussion tonight with the idea of the anatomy of an organism or 
the very basic foundation of life. The very basic foundation of life are cells. Cells are the basic unit of an organism. And life exists only on Earth because of the following reasons. Earth has all of the basic necessities that are required for an organism to survive. The temperature and the atmosphere of the Earth make life compatible for the organism. And all living organisms, whether they're a bacteria, an archaea, or a eukaryote, they share several key characteristics, properties, or functions. Like we said, that's order, sensitivity or response to the environment, once again reproduction, growth and development, regulation, including that thing called balance, energy processing and production, and evolution with adaption. So the idea of, of life as it is, or is really conducted of a bunch of these cells that actually work together uh, that act sort of in symbiotic relationship with the environment. And I know we're being a little sciencey, a little techno, a little uh, maybe geeky with it, but this is important so to understand cool. that everything has an order. Life is not chaotic. And this is why people have big failures when they begin to try to treat organ systems without thinking about the other systems in which it involves. So in other words, when we take a medication to stop this particular process or start some process, we've got to begin to think about it from an roundabout way and sort of a, a paradigm of what else is it doing in the system yeah. besides just affect that one thing. Life is not a silo. It's a system of deep, deep order. So when we talk about the systems as they are, and we go right down to the cells, the cells have these basic functions, and they're the basic unit of an organism. So what are the functions of a cell, you might ask? Cells build tissues. Tissues build organs. Organs build systems. And all of this combines builds an organism, which actually is what makes up you and I. And cells actually provide structure for your body. They take in nutrients from food. They convert these nutrients into energy and carry out specialized functions. Cells also contain the body's hereditary material and can make copies of that material themselves. Cells provide structure and function for all living things, from microorganisms like bacteria all the way up to human beings. Now, scientists consider them to be the smallest form of life. The cell house is the biological machinery that makes the proteins, chemicals, and signals that are responsible for everything that happens inside our bodies. So if the cells are the smallest unit of life, and we start right there, then the cell has got to be divided down into components, doesn't it? It probably has a lot of parts, I, I would yeah, suggest. Yeah. So let's kind of begin to break the cell down into different parts. And now there are three, three really main sort of macro parts to the cell. And those things are, you see here in the diagram. Yeah, so look very closely there. That circle is the cell. And you see the outer part, what encloses that cell is called the cell membrane. And that big pink circle on the inside of the cell is the nucleus. And between the two, the nucleus and the cell membrane is the cytoplasm. And within the cytoplasm lie an intricate range of fine fibers called the cytoskeleton and hundreds or even thousands of other minuscule but distinct structures called organelles. Kind of like mini organs 
organs of the cell, if you will, that we're going to discuss and talk about. So when we talk about this side of the cell, we, we have, again, the thing that closes it in called the membrane. Think of that as the boundary. But inside of it, it has kind of this heart, if you will, called the nucleus. And then everything in between the membrane or the boundary and the nucleus is called the cytoplasm. And within the cytoplasm, we have a whole bunch of organelles. Kind of like the big the body works, doesn't yes, it? So yes. the body has a heart and a bunch of little things. We have a skin, which might be synonymous with our membrane, and we got this uh, all these little organ systems that operate around the heart that function uh, function with the heart, or almost like these organelles. So just know that everything called life is almost a mimic of the other. It just kind of stacks upon the other. Fascinating process we have now. So if the cell has three main parts, again the membrane outer, nucleus, inner, and cytoplasm, everything in between, let's start to look inside what is inside the cytoplasm. In other words, what does everything between look like? And here is a very, very detailed picture. Before you go here, I want you to like not be freaked out, but I do want you to be freaked out at the same time because I want you to know the mystery of God. God made all of this. He started life out of nothing. It really was nothing. And he made something out of nothing. And this is what the result of that nothing becoming something looks like. Check this out. This is a cell. And in there, that purple circle that's kind of cut in half there is the nucleus. And inside the nucleus is the nucleolus where the DNA is housed. And you see other organelles that we're going to talk about. You see uh, ribosomes. You see mitochondria, those little pink things that have an inside and an outside to them. You also see Golgi apparatus, microvilli. You see rough and smooth endoplasmic reticulum. And even down to the far left there, you see the part of the cytoskeleton, which is made up of intermediate filaments, microfilaments, and even microtubules that are involved in helping a cell move through its environment and even divide if it makes needs to make a new one. Now, you would probably wonder at this point, because I know your mind is blown and I can see you right now having the deer in the headlight look. <laughs> which is actually what we want you to have, because I want you to have a sense of wonderment, a sense of awe at the goodness of God. The, the immensity of his abilities are far beyond ours. How could all of this have been created by two rocks colliding together? And then eventually these two amoebas kind of collided together and begin to decide to join up and begin to form uh, little fins and begin to swim around and then begin to climb up on the land and begin to get some legs and begin to eventually uh, grow some hair and then eventually begin to climb up trees and then eventually climb out of the trees, get a razor, shave the hair off, get a lunch pail and walk to work. <laughs> that's, that's, quite, that's quite a story. That's a story. Now, the, the ridiculous nature of that story is that it takes more faith to believe in that story than it does to believe that God looked at the earth and said, let there be light. And then to begin to create out of that light land and separate the land from the, the, in the land from water from the earth and begin to create plants in the earth and begin to take the dirt and make animals and begin to make humans. Wow. What an amazing. And it started right here at the cell. So we're just getting going. So I want you to stay right with us as we have a quick commercial break, let you take a breath, and then we'll come right back to our continuation of talking about, we'll talk about all these little organelles a little bit later. 
but we're going to talk about what kind of cells there are in the body before we go a little bit deeper inside the cells in these organelles. So stay right with us. We'll be right back. Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know there's got to be a way to get there, but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use promo code HOPEHEALTH to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. All right, we're back. Hopefully your mind's not blown yet. Or maybe, hopefully it is. Maybe it is. With the wonderment of God. Sometimes a good mind blowing is good. (laughs) Now, we left you off with this. Again, this is the cell. And just as a quick reminder, the outer area of this cell is called the membrane. And that big purple thing you see shaved in half is called the nucleus. And then everything between the membrane and the nucleus is called the cytoplasm. And then all these organelles you see named here, which we're going to talk about several in just a moment, these organelles are all within the cytoplasm. So all this stuff happens within every cell of the body. Now that's crazy to think about. So with that said, we talk about this We're going to begin to look at the different types of cells in the body, keeping in mind that all of that happens within those cells. So let's look at some different types of cells in the body. Here we go. Now, if you take a look at this slide, you see up in the far left corner, there are stem cells. These stem cells are called pluripotent cells because they can actually divide into lots of little different types. Um, So they can reproduce. They're like what lays there dormant until your body needs something new. Bone cells, we talked about that in the bone section, and bone cells have a couple types of cells, osteoclasts, which break bone down to remodel it, and osteoblasts, which actually build bone up. There's blood cells, both red and white cells. The red cells are what carry oxygen and that heme iron pigment through the blood. And the white blood cells are also seen in your bloodstreams. That is your immune system. It's your um, military, if you will, that comes to the rescue to fight infection and processes of inflammation. Now, it's interesting to understand that the Bible talks about a principle called the life is in the blood. So here you can see if the life is in the blood and the blood carries red and white cells, you see uh, you know, the ability to live with oxygen and the ability to fight against things that destroy your life with the white blood cells. Isn't that fascinating? The ability to live and the ability to fight to stay alive is included both in the bloodstream. Just a little sidebar color commentary there. There are many types of muscle cells, from cardiac muscle cells to to skeletal muscle cells, and there's smooth muscle cells, and we'll talk about those as we dive in deeper. There's fat cells, skin cells, nerve cells, endothelial cells, and of course, 
We don't consider cancer cells to be normal cell types of any sort, but you know what? Each one of us has some of these cells. There are also other types of specialized cells in a human being, and these cells are cells that have a very specific purpose, like the sperm, eggs in males and females, also those ciliated cells that line the lungs and the intestines. Each cell has an important component to understand, and each cell is unique and performs certain tasks to enable life to exist at its optimum. Now, the fascinating thing about this uh, variety of cells to understand that, that each of those cells, again, has the membrane, the nucleus, and the cytoplasm with all those different organelles. And that's crazy to think about. Now, one little caveat to think about with the cancer cells. We know a cancer cell is not normal. There's two different ways to think about this. Number one, Cancer develops, it's not normal, and it's a bad thing. Let's, you know, cut it out, burn it out, poison it out. There's another angle to look at that I just want to throw at you for the sake of thought process. Again, getting you to think outside the box. What if cancer, the cancerous idea of a cell, was a cell that developed that way so that the body could see that it's cancerous, so that the cancer could signal the body to kill it? Because there is tumor suppressor cells. There is cells like NK or natural killer cells that kill cells that are trying to really go rogue or not develop properly. So some out there would think that maybe the cancer is a good thing your body's doing so that the body would know it's bad and kill it because the body has the ability to respond to that. When it gets out of control is when it becomes a negative thing because it's been said that we all have cancer cells. So if that's true, then it might not be the negative, but it could be a little bit of positive. Now, that's just a little bit of a way to think about some things from a different angle. I'm not saying that's true or not true. That's not the point. But I'm saying that to think about things in a nonlinear manner or more of a three- or four-dimensional manner is actually wisdom when you begin to think about things and see things from the eyes of God. Now, the components of the cell, these are going to be in the cytoplasm. We named a couple a moment ago, you saw Dr. Michelle, but here they are where you can see them uh, before your very eyes in the list, the components of the cell. We're going to go right through these uh, piece by piece as we go forward. So just the components of the cell, we talked about those three main components, the membrane, which contains the cell, the nucleus, and then what's inside the cytoplasm. The DNA or the genetic material is actually inside the nucleus. The mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell, which makes energy. The endoplasmic reticulum, which receives some of the messenger uh, RNA and starts transforming things into proteins on the ribosomes. There's the Golgi complex, which starts releasing things from, from its process into the lysosomes. The lysosomes are kind of like a storehouse of junk. Then there's the cytoskeleton, which helps the cell maintain its structure. And then, of course, the cell has to have a way to communicate not only with the inside of it, but it also has to be able to communicate with the outside of itself and to cells that are in the surrounding area. So we're going to begin the discussion in this life series with this 
discussion the cells, and after we finish the cells, you'll see, uh, and next week we'll finish some more of this, we'll go into the mitochondria a little deeper, because the mitochondria inside of that has a lot of cool little gadgets and gizmos and sort of organelle-ish sort of characteristics. But we're going to talk about first tonight in this component of the cell, the membrane and what it looks like. And this is just going to give you a nice background. And I'm really hoping, folks, that you'll listen to this episode, these episodes in this life series, over and over again, because it's going to give you great insight into both the wonderment of God, the complexities of the body, both. And that's a very big deal because to understand it, uh, the way the body is working is you, you just, you, we can't, we can't get it all. And to resign yourself to that is actually a good thing. But to think you have it figured out is actually a prideful thing. So there's always more to learn, like we're doing. Even putting this together, we were learning a lot of cool stuff and even relearning some stuff. So we're going to begin right now with a look at the cell membrane and all the components they're in. Check this out. Now, as you look at this cell membrane, you see some little yellow dots and you see some white kind of white lines that again connect to another yellow dot. Those little yellow dots are uh, phospholipids. Uh, the cell membrane has two layers, the inside and the outside. It's called a phospholipid bilayer. Bi meaning two. So inside and outside. And this layer, the lipid component is hydrophilic. You see that up there in the left-hand corner. Hydrophilic means water-loving. So it's going to be a congruent with the extracellular fluid. It's going to love it. The inside of the cell membrane is hydrophobic. So it's more, instead of water, hydro, it's more fat, which is the inner part of the cell membrane. And in those cell membranes, you actually see some channels. And we're going to talk about channels down the road a little bit. But the channels allow for communication from the inside and the outside of the cell. The other thing that's very fascinating there is that you also see cholesterol as part of the cell membrane. So if we try to lower our cholesterol down to, you know, sub-zero, it might not be such a healthy thing for the health of the cell. Really important to understand is one caveat with that cholesterol thing is, so cholesterol is actually um, secreted or made or synthesized, if you will, and transported from the liver um, through these proteins called LDL or low-density lipoproteins. So you think about cholesterol being transported to help repair cell membranes. Isn't that kind of cool? So if a cell is damaged you would see cholesterol being a normal component of that, which is really cool. So just know that, um, you know, these parts of the membrane are also called organelles. And so these tiny organs function to make these cells run. And again, this um, outer portion, keeping in mind being a water-loving, that would, and then the fat of uh, loving inner, inner barrier would create a barrier there for these these cells so that only what is allowed to come in could come in and what is disallowed to come in is kept out of the cell. Yeah, so just to reiterate that little circle that you see it looks like a popsicle, that's the hydrophilic or water loving head and that little fatty chain is a hydrophobic tail and that in its in and of itself is called a phospholipid. 
Okay, so now that we've got that, <laughs> that's a lot. So that's the membrane. And so I want to do a brief introduction of the nucleus right now, which is like really crazy to think about. It's it's really cool. But just a brief um, talk about the nucleus before we take a break for tonight and pick it up back next week. But the nucleus is quite involved. So Check cool. this out. Yeah, the nucleus is the largest of the organelles. And it is separated from the rest of the cell by the cytoplasm by the nuclear envelope. And the outer layer of the nuclear envelope is continuous with another organelle that we're going to talk about called the endoplasmic reticulum, and it contains the ribosomes. So again, the genetic material of the cell is located in the chromosomes of the nucleus. And you obtain half of your genetic material or your chromosomes from your mom and the other half from your dad. And so genes, which are composed of DNA, direct the processes of making proteins, and these proteins carry out other processes of making new cells. Can you say, wow, that's a lot. So we're doing our life series. Hopefully you're enjoying that. Next week we'll pick up right back where we left off. We'll start right here at the nucleus, probably have a brief review of the um, the cellular components. But boy, we hope you're enjoying yourself. Um Look forward to being back with you next week to continue our series on what is the meaning of life and how does life work. We've enjoyed our time. Hopefully you have too. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye for now. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv. 